Welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. What are loan discount points and when should you pay them? So I get asked that question all the time and I want to go through, because what even is a loan discount? I mean, it just seems like an additional fee for the loan. There's a strategy to using loan discount points. So when you get quoted a rate, you get quoted a market rate, a market rate for your scenario, whatever that is, whether it's a purchase or refinance, your credit score, how much down, what kind of product you're buying, all of those come together to determine what a market rate is for your scenario. That market rate can be adjusted by you. You can either pay more money to make the rate go lower, or you can get a lender credit and have the rate go higher. So let's talk about that for a second. So a market rate is based on the contracts that a lender has with the secondary market. If I need a lower rate based on cash flow, maybe based on eligibility and my debt to income ratio, or maybe I just want a sexier interest rate, which in my opinion is the worst reason to buy down an interest rate. But say I want to buy down, I want a lower than market interest rate because rates are going up. We all know that. And so for today's example, I'm gonna use a market rate of four and a quarter. I know they're heading up and I wanna be realistic. So maybe I could buy that rate down to four or 3.75 and that helps my cash flow. Maybe it helps me afford more home and a bigger loan. Or maybe I just want that because I wanna hold on to this loan for the next 30 years and I know it's gonna pay back. I can choose to pay that interest up front by buying the rate down lower. And then I have that lower rate locked in for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, the length of my loan. Alternatively, if my appraisal comes in low and maybe I'm strapped for my down payment funds to close, I could take a slightly higher interest rate, depending on the difference of the monthly payment, to get cash back from the lender at the closing table. These fees get charged at the closing table. You don't have to pay up front. So I might take a higher interest rate to get some money back to help offset those closing costs. These are decisions that you should be talking through with your lender. What makes the most sense? Do I just take the market rate that I was quoted? Or is there an alternative rate that suits my long-term financial goals better? So I wanna give you two examples. One is a primary home and one is an investment property. As a primary home, let's just take the same parameters, a $600,000 single family purchase, 20% down, $480,000 loan amount. And I'm gonna use that same uh, example of a four and a quarter rate. Again, rates are going up. I wanna be realistic with this example. So if I'm using a four and a quarter as a market rate, what can I buy that rate down with a point? Wait, what's a point? A point is 1% of your loan amount. It's not on your purchase price, it's on your loan amount. So one point equals 1%. And it's not always in these round numbers. It's not always one or two or 3%. It could be 0.78, it could be 0.34, it could be 1.5. So it's all based on how the secondary market is pricing out. You know, those pesky little treasury bonds that I always talk about that impact our mortgage interest rates. So the secondary market and their pricing affects our table and how we pick out the market rate. So let's round though, for the sake of this example, 
What if one point or 1% of my loan amount on a primary home purchase gave me a quarter point benefit? Now it's not always that way. It depends on how the secondary market is pricing. If there's more volatility, there might be bigger spreads between the interest rates. But in this example, we'll keep it simple. Maybe that one point gives me a quarter percent drop. So it drops it from four and a quarter to four. And maybe two points drops it from four to 3.75. What difference does that make? Well, in a primary home, in this example, a quarter point, or really for any loan, a quarter point is what it is, dropping from four and a quarter to four to 3.75, each one of those jumps saves me $69 a month. So the monthly payment at four and a quarter is $23.61. The monthly payment at four is $22.92. And the monthly payment at 3.75 is $22.23. Each of those dropping down. Now the difference in the monthly payment gets divided into the cost for buying the rate down to determine how long will it take me to make that money back. So in this case, if I take the $4,800, the 1% of the loan amount, and I divide it by the $69, it's going to take me over five and a half years to make that back. The same is true for the 2%. So five and a half years, that's a long time. It's exactly 5.8 years or 69 months. How long will I be in that home? Am I going to convert it to a rental and keep it for 30 years? Could I use that $4,800 Elsewhere, could I invest it in something else and get a better than a four and a quarter rate of return? Those are the questions that you should be asking yourself and going through with your lender because you want to make the best financial decision. You don't want to just choose to buy the rate down because you don't like the fact that the rates have gone over 4% and you want a sexier interest rate. I mean, I, I get that, I do. But that shouldn't be the basis for spending the money. The basis should be a strong financial decision, giving a review of all of your parameters and the opportunity cost. Could I use that $4,800 elsewhere? In that same structure, but if I flip it to an investment property versus a primary home, interestingly, the secondary market prices it out so I have a bigger drop. 1% actually drops me a half a point versus a quarter point. Now again, let's just look forward. We know interest rates are rising. So let's assume that a market rate on investment property might be five and a half. So it drops it all the way down to five or two points drops it all the way down to four and a half. Well, now I have rent income. And so I have to look at cash flow. Does dropping the interest rate and dropping the monthly payment make sense for the cash flow that I'm collecting from the renters? And does it pay back faster? It does because it moved the needle a half a point versus a quarter point. So in this case, paying 1% or $4,800 gives me a benefit of $148 per month. Well, that pays back in 2.7 years or 32 months. So that is significantly different and shorter. So again, do I look at this and go, can I make more than a five and a half rate of return on that $4,800 if I invest it somewhere else? Or does that money best suited for this investment where I have rental income and I'm operating on cash flow? 
So looking at cash flow, looking at your cash to close is imperative and your long-term goals. Does dropping it that little bit extra allow you to pay off that mortgage in 20 years or 25 years, allowing you to use that money for retirement? I mean, there's so many questions that could go into, do I buy the rate down? Does this make sense for me and my financial goals? Don't do it because you don't like where rates are going because rates are going up and that's okay. Historically, we have some of the lowest interest rates we've ever seen. So make sure if you're buying the rate down that you're doing it for the right reasons. And we'd love to explore that with you. My name is Nicole Ruth with the Root Team of Fairway Mortgage. And if you want to go through your numbers and make the best decision, we'd love to help you do that. You've been listening to the Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit thedoublecommaclub.com and subscribe. Oh,